you have arrived at your destination. Hey, Julian. Hey, man. What's the best dinosaur? Triceratops for sure. Mm, it's actually the ankylosaur, but I'm gonna let <laughs> I'm gonna let it slide uh, from this completely subjective question. But uh, we're talking primal this week on Animation Destination. Welcome to Animation Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones. I'm here with Julian Hester. Hey, guys. Julian, it's good to have you back on. Thanks, man. I was so happy to talk, especially what we're talking about today. Primal. Mm -hmm. So excited. Yeah. Primal's Primal's dope. Primal's awesome. Primal season two. Didn't even specify that, but but yeah. Primal season two. I, I was super excited for this. This was one of my most anticipated shows um, for the entire year. Um, I basically the I, I don't know if you heard if you ever went back and listened to the, the my first season uh, mm-hmm. breakdown of this with Mitch. I gushed over episode 10. I think episode yeah. 10. I think on our podcast, I gushed over episode yeah. 10 we, where we when I was on your for sure. Yeah, when I was on yours, episode 10 of Primal is is probably one of the best episodes of anything ever produced. I absolutely <laughs> love that episode. And it was leading into this, and, and I've got lots to say about what this is. So I am super stoked to talk about this. Um, Primal, Gendy Tartakovsky, it's, uh, it's our favorite things, one of our favorite things. Uh, but before we get into that, Julian, uh, I would like to talk to you about our animation recommendation of the week. Laid on thick, Brandon. Uh, this is the Legend of Calamity Jane DVD kick box set and comic Kickstarter. Um, Legend of Calamity Jane is a uh, it's an old it's an old cartoon from my childhood, um, <laughs> way way back in the days of the early kids WB uh, slate of programming uh warner brothers tv animation commissioned a france based i don't know if they commissioned it or not or they just bought it off of whatever it was uh uh from uh contre ali uh and canal plus um they produced this cartoon of calamity jane the you know deadwood resident of of old legend of old old west wild west legend and uh they did this cartoon done very much in the style of like batman the animated series um it had that very like um uh very low cut line not a whole lot of shading not a whole lot of like like shadows or anything like that but it was a good little cartoon um it, it was high quality it took itself seriously uh the voice acting was solid uh the stories were were really good but it was like this comic booky kind of uh, adventure show uh, with Calamity Jane, and she had a whip, and it was awesome because you can do whips instead of guns on Kids WV. <laughs> it's a little easier to have whips. Um, but uh, this is going to be a, a they have the they have the the main prints of the of the show, and they're 
putting out box sets uh, for for people to purchase. You can get a regular box set for thirty or a collector's box set for uh, sixty dollars. Um, and uh, I, this is I, again, I bought. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know about this, Julian. I bought the Stone Protectors DVD. Do you have any idea what Stone Protectors is? No, I've never heard of Stone Protectors now. Stone Protectors was, you remember the troll dolls, little trolls with the hair? Yes. That was their attempt, that property, that was their attempt to capitalize on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle craze. So they had these little troll guys with the hair and all that stuff, like get powered up and muscly and have like a little gem like in their uh, in their chest. And they were the Stone Protectors. And I remember the toys. Yes, and this show aired for about eight episodes. They commissioned thirteen. I wonder why. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was terrible. It was awful. This show was absolute dog crap. It was terrible. Um, eight episodes aired, um, and uh, uh, thirteen were, were commissioned. Someone found the prints of this thing and put in a Kickstarter for it, and and I. I I bought it because like because it's part of animation history. It had to have because there were episodes on it that had never been aired before. No one ever seen mm-hmm. these episodes before. So I, I thought it was important for these. I think it's always important for these things, even if they're terrible, to to be preserved and as much as possible. And so uh, I absolutely bought the heck out of a show that I enjoyed, which was Legend of Calamity Jane. If I'm going to sh- get one that's that I don't uh, enjoy it. Um, but yeah, so it, it, I think everybody should jump on this. Go to the Kickstarter. It's in the link in the description of this episode. It should be linked on my Facebook page. Uh, definitely go check it out. That is my animation recommendation for today. Definitely go check it out and buy. Yeah, even if you can't, just if you just send out one dollar. They got one dollar and five dollar pledges for for you know just the digital comic book print and stuff like that. So go do that. Go pick it up and 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 get it and have this thing happen because we need to preserve all of these things when everything goes to streaming julian then then it's just everybody who has the rights to it and then then it disappears so it's sad it really is we can't have that how how long have we been waiting for spectacular spider-man to show up somewhere and finally that knot of 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 uh uh mess finally got undone it's like i mean not we but me i'll say me but I've been waiting for Spectacular well, Spider-Man. Have you think ever about heard? the Ed and Nettie and uh, what was it? Billy and Mandy just got their release yeah. not too long, a couple weeks ago. So, I yes, mean, it's, it's happening. Ago. I just hope it yeah. continues to happen. Because, yeah, Billy and Mandy was 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 a dead, like, it was a dead show. It wasn't being aired anywhere. Mm-hmm. I think it maybe was on Boomerang a few times, like a few days out of the week. But it was gone. Like, no one could get Billy and Mandy because it was never released anywhere. Uh, yeah. You get, like, some of the movies. Like, some of the movies had DVD releases. But, but man, and that's like that's a classic. So, you know, if, if something gets streamed, you know, like, like that's fine. Like I love being able to stream stuff and have that there. But if you give me a hard copy of something that I enjoy, or if it's just animated, cause I'm a nut, uh, <laughs> I will, I will buy it. Like, and I'll buy it and, all. I'll buy it and put it on a shelf because it deserves to stay. Animation is just one of those things that there's too much effort put into it for it to disappear mm. for me to ever just like disappear and not show up anymore. So. I have to, I have to purchase that stuff. I have to do and it. We need so. people like you, Brandon. So you're doing the Lord's work here, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So I will have a museum, the animation destination someday, and it will be all, 
all the animation throughout history when we, you know, when when the when the apparent nuclear war hits us in about a couple days, you know, it's like well, I'll have all the entertainment saved up in my bunker of animation. Dude, you're going to be so. like Jay Leno, but with animation. Right. Yeah, exactly. So there we go. I'll, I'll, I'll finally be famous after a quarter <laughs> of the planet's dead. No, no, I'm kidding. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, we, we we do not. We do not condone nuclear war on the animation destination podcast. Uh, but we do condone, <laughs> but we do Make condone. Sure you put that in the description of the video. Yes. In the video, we do not condone nuclear war, but what we do condone Julian is we condone Gendy Tartakovsky in all of his endeavors. So, uh, boy, oh boy, do we let's talk about primal season two. Um, what were your expectations for this? I, I don't, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if that's a weird question or not. <laughs> Absolutely not, man. Uh, I was hoping that it was going to not necessarily strike lightning twice in a bottle, but carry mm-hmm. on uh, what it ended with on season. One. It ended real like you've said at the beginning of the episode, season 10 is one mm-hmm. of the best things ever made. Yeah. It, if it could capture 20% of what it did. And we're talking Gendy, mm-hmm. so there's no catching yeah. 20. He's going 120% above what he did previously. Um, right. I was just hoping for a great story, and mm-hmm. I was not ready for half of these episodes to hit me the way they hit me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like It got yeah. heavy real quick. Very quick. Yeah. Yeah. A lot happens in these episodes, too. Um, and yes. so, so much, so much so that I honestly believe I do on Not that I'm unhappy with what was presented. I do honestly believe that this could have been two seasons, like yeah. easily two seasons worth of content happens in this thing. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think he just wanted to say like, I don't want to push it if they don't want to do a, give me a season three. Cause they're really yanking them around about whether or not they're giving them a season three or not. Um, so I think he was just like, I, you know, if we can continue it, it yeah, if we can continue it, we can continue it in a different way and I can legitimately end it here if I have to. Like, that's really mm-hmm. how it feels to me. Um, and and I think that's fine. Uh, I think that's a fine way to go about it just because if you, the studio who should really be shoveling money into you as much as possible isn't giving you the OK, you know, so. Um, we really and, took the Breaking Bad treatment too. It's like leave them wanting more. That's what I mm-hmm. felt like once this once this wrapped. And then we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. But once it yeah. wrapped, I was like, that yeah. can't be it. Can't and then be it. as soon as that episode <laughs> was over, you look yeah. on you look online, and then Gendy had already. I think Gendy had already released the uh, interview they did with EW or or whoever he did it with. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, if we go on, and it's going to be spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if we go yeah. on, it's going to not be the story we've been telling. It's going to be right. you know, in a sense, it's the kids, the futuristic version of, of yeah, what Primal yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. So he he pretty much has said like this this is where this story ends, and he's got more stories to tell that are different ways. So you know, he's, it, uh, takes he's guts. it does to to take a character that you enjoy that you were drawing when you were what eighteen, mm-hmm. <laughs> and fi- you finally get to do his story, and then you then you, then you say you finish it. That's crazy to me. So, but he did it. So, and it, yeah, it was he did. it was. It was great, man. Like, and again, like it, if, if, if I had like one, it's not even a complaint. If I had one wish for this season, it's that I, I wish that it was stretched to two more seasons. Cause I do think there's enough to do it. I don't think it would have been like, you know, you know, uh, completely uproarious to like, to stretch this thing out. Like 
yeah. you know, if you ever if you ever watch the Marvel TV shows on Netflix where it just feels like they're stretching to 13 episodes and they only have content for six like uh, that's that's the majority of those shows like i do enjoy those those marvel tv shows but it was like oh like they're stretching these things daredevil is so great yeah daredevil was daredevil was perfect that was like the best pacing there was only like a few times in season one where it kind of felt like they were pulling along a little bit but but uh, those, those season three was like a perfect season and that's that's my one that's my one dire thing about it coming back to Disney Plus because they're just like, ah, forget that old show. And I was like, don't you dare forget that old talked show. About it. I think we talked about it on your podcast, that fight yeah. scene. I know it was online. Yeah. We yeah. talked about fight scenes in Jackie Chan and then mm. that, that Daredevil fight scene is the greatest yep. fight scene I've ever seen. So, yeah, 100%. Beautiful. Yeah. And fight scenes in Primal. Can we talk about that? <laughs> like, oh. What was you... the best fight scene for you? Oh man. Um, best fight scene for me actually probably comes from my favorite episode. Uh, I, I loved, loved the 18th century episode. I absolutely adored that one. Yes. Loved it. It was so off putting. And it was like right in the middle. And I was just like, what, what is this? I don't know. I loved it. I was enthralled the whole time. I was just like, cause I don't know. Like there was something about it. I, I, I think, I think I'll get to that. Actually, we'll, we'll, we'll go through the episode, shall we? Mm-hmm. What was your favorite fight Absolutely. scene? We'll go, to, we'll go to that. What was your Dude, favorite? I watched scene? the Red Mist at least once a week. Still, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the pacing. I don't know if it's the art. <laughs> I, I think the the moment that got me the most was when he realized he killed that kid. Yeah, and he, you see it over his face, and you see mm-hmm. he went. Uh, somebody when I had had one of the guys on that worked on the show. Somebody mm-hmm. had asked a question. He's like, hey, what was the inspiration for him going monkey mode? And monkey mm-hmm. mode needs a T-shirt. We need to see Spear going monkey mode on a T-shirt. Right. Um, so that was my favorite way to like describe Prime or to for Spear. But that mm-hmm. moment, that that pure shock and like you can almost see like regret in his face as weird as, oh, yeah. or as dumb as that might sound. You just see everything and it's yeah. a split second and it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just yeah. I think it's a perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. I yeah that 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 episode like made me wince just because like you know like like again like to be fair they're all slavers like these Vikings are slavers yes. but but he is he is just like they they take the time to have the mother and the son and they're like you know have these like these little bonding moments in the tent before they go out and fight so you have this like connection that they're people and they're a family mm-hmm. and stuff and he just they just slaughter all yes. of them and it's nuts so. i showed my son that my oldest son because he was like what are you watching and i showed him primal and he's like some of my friends have talked about that at school he's he's only 13 in january and yeah. i was like well i've watched this episode like six times come watch this one with me i was like if this <laughs> like if there's a couple shows that you show somebody like you think that will, they absolutely get hooked hooked off right off the bat right. uh, pickle rick for rick and morty and then red mist for per primal i think that's the peak yeah. of whatever it is for those two shows and yeah somebody's gonna get hooked off of them yeah absolutely yeah for sure absolutely um <laughs> but uh, let's go to let's go to right after Slave of the Scorpion, uh, episode 10, season one. We've got episode 11, season two, episode one, two dash one. Um, yeah, so it, it just like we, 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 we pick right back up after Mira has been retaken by the by the Scorpion uh, slavers, um, which we don't get a whole lot of 
origin over anymore. No. I, I, I thought we were going to get a little more origin about it, but you know, it, it's very clear as to what's going on. Um, you know, uh, even in that one little tale that she told in, in, uh, in Arabic in, uh, season one, just nuts. But, uh, th- this worked out pretty much exactly as I thought he was going to start building a boat, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, uh, and that's, that's what he did. He built a boat and he's going to go out and, uh, find, find Mira out in the, out in the water. Cause they did it. So why can't I? So, um, him convincing <laughs> Fang to get on the boat is one of my favorite things on anything, man. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, it's a Megalodon in this episode. They just go, yeah. they go full bore with all this stuff. Th- this season, by the way, is like a time jump. Like they literally go to every, this is like a timeless world that we see. Cause, mm. um, season one, it opens up and you kind of realize that like, this isn't primal times. Like yes. all we've seen is like, you know, cavemen and, uh, and dinosaurs, which doesn't make any sense anyway, scientifically, but whatever, you know, we're, we're, we're in this idea Science. that like, cave- <laughs> yeah, we're in this idea that cavemen and, and, uh, and dinosaurs are together. That's fine. But people, t- people have typically understood that for a while. It's been part of the trope. Uh, but then when Mira shows up and there are chains and boats and people with sandals and boots and shoes, you're like, oh, like and arrows like, oh, this is way farther than primal times. Like we have culture and religions and, you know, all this stuff. So it, it's completely uh, different. What like uh, like Spear is this thing out of time this caveman this neanderthal that's completely misplaced in time in this valley um so and uh, i think even some people have mapped it out they know exactly like where this actually is because there's a paleontologist that works on the show um so we know exactly like you know like where exactly they were and where they went to to get to the egyptian parts and stuff like that so it's it's it all works out pretty great um so it's pretty crazy during during this, I want to ask you a question real quick before we do, d- dived deep into these episodes. Mm-hmm. Is there any part in the series, not so much like a shock moment or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just on the art style alone that you remember going like, oh, my God, like just being taken completely out of it and just like pausing it, it and staring at it. Yeah, Anything reach off to you? It's the small things that get me all the time. Uh, whenever I yeah. whenever I see the little details happen, that's when I like that's when I gravitate to something because everybody has their sakuga moments when a battle's happening and stuff like that and it's like and that's that's great that's always great but when when i see mira walk anywhere Mm -hmm. with her lengthy body like just the way she moves her body language everything just Mm -hmm. and then if she's walking next to spear who has completely separate body language than her like that is like top tier animation to me just them walking yeah. like just their walk cycles are just that 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 hits me every time when when that stuff gets like smooth smoothed out and my god like watching them walk and have this different cadence that they were very particular about and very you know um they knew what they were doing and and that that's what always gets me i, I absolutely love it it's fantastic. The uh, I, I say it all the time on my podcast. It's the backgrounds that were getting me. And mm, one in yeah. particular was every water episode they did whenever they were on a boat. Mm. The Because when I was in the Navy, because you can kind of see it, you go outside of the ship at nighttime 
everything mm-hmm. is black. You see yeah. the the moon, you see the stars. You don't know mm-hmm. where the sky kind of starts or ends and where the water starts and ends. Everything kind of looks the same and it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But what yeah. they got to do is they, they showed the beauty of the sea at night and the sea is terrifying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So them coasting along and then you're seeing the black sky and then all of the beautiful stars and reflecting mm-hmm. off the water. There was something like I got goosebumps now just thinking about that, but there's yeah. just something perfect and beautiful about those scenes right there that it just i had to pause it and just mm-hmm. absorb it like i was taken in a picasso or the mona yeah. lisa or whatever other thing that i've forgotten from my my, my uh, <laughs> art classes in college but it was just right. really pretty yeah absolutely yeah i just you, you you could take a screenshot of just about any one of these and and it would be it would mm-hmm. it would stand out um man and uh you know they i i, I loved um I loved is is it episode two or three? Yeah, Dawn of Man. That's the one I really loved. Uh, Shadow of Fate was uh, oh god, yeah. Shadow of Fate was a really sad one. <laughs> that's when he that's when he he runs into the, the 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 other Viking town that's not the slavers. Um, yeah, and uh, and um, uh, Fang meets Red. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, Red is uh, this other dinosaur uh, with a with a little horn nose, and they get separated after being on the on the sea and everything, and fighting the megalodon. And they get separated when they go ashore, and uh, you know, Fang meets meets a boyfriend basically. <laughs> so yes. Like they, they 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 get together and they they start foraging for stuff and etc. And uh, Spear gets picked up by this group of of. Uh, Vikings or Celtic, not Vikings, but Celtic people. Um, and they're starting trying to nurse him back to health. And he's like being caveman in, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> you know, out of fish out of water type, uh, type of character, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, like that's one of my favorite scenes actually is when he's like, you know, he's going monkey mode. He's going, he's going, you know, Neanderthal and they're all surrounding him. And the one, the one dude is trying to calm the situation. Like, you know, he like, you know, gets down on his level and then like, he gets down, he puts his hands down, you know, like all this body language that they have where they, you know, he's very animalistic in the way that he's there. He's like, you know, when he calms him down, he, he gets down and he puts his palms down. He's fine. Like he's not going to attack in, in this in this mode. So it's very, very impressive. But then uh, because the show is called Primal. It hits have, the fan. <laughs> it hits the fan like immediately. Uh, uh, and it's and it's just it's terrible because, you know, Reg sneaks into that village and starts like, you know, eating, you know, just starts eating stuff and eating people and attacking and, you know, and, and Fang is like, you know, in there, too. But then sees sees Spear and like, you know, they, they, they all start fighting each other and it's just it's awful. Like, oh, man. And you're just you're you're waiting for like Spear and Fang to like go at it again from like episode two. So, but I thought they were going to get uh, whacked in this one by the by the tribe of people. I, I literally thought one of them yeah. was going to die. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, it, there's a few times where I think Fang's going to die in this thing. Like they 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 tease that they a few that times. Line so hard. Yeah, 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 and it's crazy. But um, but uh, yeah, especially later on, I was like, def- oh, there's no way she's surviving. Because of this, what happens later, but uh, you know, um, uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, like they they start fighting each other, and then like, like uh, Spear wants to kill Red, but like Fang's protecting Red. But then, ah, man, it's so it's so brutal. Um, but uh, I, I forget how he ends up dying. Like, uh, uh, 
they go over the edge and then it's like a whole bunch of the um the, the, right. the tree branches that are that have been sharpened and like pikes or stuff pope that's right because red attack spear and fang like hit like like uh hit, hits him out of the way and like they yeah they, he gets uh he gets impaled and that's right so she ends up killing killing red it's brutal it's brutal man this this freaking hey man, show. It's prehistoric time primal i know right it's prehistoric, but not prehistoric. That's the thing. It's like it's not even prehistoric, but even back then, it's, it's Viking times or whenever you want to say it is. Because again, this is literally like the, the times not real in this in this mm-hmm. show. Like there there's civilizations that should not be existing next to each other that are like right there. So and it's great. Like uh, they just multiverse. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like I just like the fact that he was just like, yeah, just do whatever. It's fine. Like just go, you know. <laughs> like it's like, well, we can't have like Egyptian and Mesopotamian and and uh, like Middle East, uh, Middle East Germany, Turkish mixtures. Like, yeah, we can. <laughs> like, who yeah, cares? Stop being a coward. Who's, put it in there. Yeah, who's, yeah. Who says? Like, who says? It's like it's a cartoon. Dinosaurs and men are together. Who cares? Like, we can do whatever we want. So that's fine. Pretty sure Gendy uh, is the first thing that shows across the title screen here. So I say it goes. <laughs> so I say it goes, Mister Paleontologist. <laughs> like, oh man! But uh, Dawn of Man. Uh, this is one of my favorite episodes of the season because uh, it's sort of a down episode. It's sort of like the um, like after red's death and it's like really brutal and like everybody's sad like you know he's he starts to like it's you start to get a little bit of inner thoughts from spear you know like what he's feeling in this on this journey you know he's he's out trying to find mira but what does mira it's like you kind of like get this even idea of like what does mira mean to him you know it's like is she just a companion is she more it starts to think about his you know the mother of his children i guess wife i don't know if you have wives in caveman times um but you know he had a he had a lover you know prior to this and he thinks about them and he thinks about his two children and like he sees paintings on the walls from people and you know like there are other civilizations out there that are him and he's like contemplating his his place in this world and it's just like a caveman is philosophizing like right on screen yeah they humanize humanize, that was the 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 thing i took away from the season was you Mm -hmm. saw primal the first season Mm -hmm. you saw the raw I, I, there's no other word to say it. I mean, we keep hitting the word primal, just raw mm-hmm. primalness of the show. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the second one, they humanized him. They made you care for him on a different level. Yeah, it's cool to see Goku go Super Saiyan for the first time. But yeah. it's also pretty cool to see him vulnerable, even though I cried a little bit as a kid when he died of a heart attack or he had yes. you know, a heart you know, failure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was cool seeing him in that moment. It's the same thing with Spear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's great. Um, and then at the end of this one, the the only controversial uh, decision that I think this entire season makes now, Uh-oh. obviously, I know why now, because they pretty much wanted to condense the whole story into these 10 episodes. I wanted Mira to be like the season long goal, like to find Mira at is the, the whole season. Yeah. Like episode 10. He finds Mira like I I really wanted this stretched for like that. That's what was in my head to get because this is the goal. You know, this is like the driving force. Right. And and to me, like, I think you can build a whole adventure just on that. 
uh, to get mm-hmm. to there. Um, and even after the first half of this episode, I think it even hits it more because it's like he's, you know, he's humanizing. He's full. He's figuring out his place in this world. And like you can have him go on this whole big journey to to learn more of that while he's getting to Mira. I think that would have been amazing. Uh, but that's just my little tiny minuscule um wish not even a not even a critique a wish for this i i was a little disappointed at the end of this episode when he found mira that's it like that's like because i was just like oh man i kind of wanted that to be because then i'm like figuring out like so i guess mira will probably die at some point in the season (laughs) so i'm like because he found her too quick man like he's gotta he's gotta have stuff to do like you know like that's he's because he's such a simple character right like to, to give him because in the in the old one, he was just traveling, right? He was traveling with Fang and surviving and stuff like that to give him a goal is super important for season two. Like, I thought that was like very that's why season that's why episode 10 was such a big deal because it gives him a goal now. It gives him something to do. He's now a he's now a, a, a he's now a reactive character. He's 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 proactively. He's no longer reactive here. He's proactively seeking out a friend that he lost. Um, yeah. And uh, before the rest of the show, this is right at the end of season three. I was like, oh, no, that's that's gone now. But we see later that there's other stories he wants to tell. And I and I love that, that this season becomes this hodgepodge of stories that Gendy wants to tell on top of Spears. Um because uh, you have Vidar's story, who shows up later. You know, he wants to tell Vidar's story. Vidar is, you know, he's completely different. You know, like uh, you have the Colossus. The Colossus is, or not, he's not the Colossus, the boat. The boat is the Colossus. The the yeah. big dude on the Colossus. He has a story that he wants to tell, you know. And and you pepper in these other things that, that Spear gets to do along the way. So, um my only gripe was immediately flushed down the toilet when I realized what he was doing. So, you know, so it's not even like a critique for me anymore. It was just a, it was a wish of what I wanted this season to be, that it just became something different that I loved. So, you know, well, with, with the way it ended and what you know, now would mm-hmm. you still like to see how it ended or would you like to go mm-hmm. back in time and say, Hmm, let's make this. If you had the keys of the yeah. kingdom, I guess is what I'm getting yeah. at. What would yeah. you prefer ending or what I, you think? I loved how this whole thing played out. I just would have mm-hmm. done it in two seasons. That's the only yeah. thing I would have okay. made it different. I would have stretched gotcha. out finding Mira to the end. I would have added like six episodes in between this find Mira at 10 or find Mira at nine Colossus at 10. And then we have the Colossus story in season three. That's what I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, but all the same stuff, just Stretch it out more. <laughs> Give yeah. him more. That's all. But yeah, keep yeah, him going more, more, man. Him great. Yeah. Gotta gotta keep him going. But I, I pretty much understand that like he probably was just like, I need to wrap this up because I don't know if I'm gonna have all the time to tell what I want to tell. So it needs to it needs to be done in this time frame. because uh, I don't think they were ready to cancel the show by any stretch, but they've been very because it's that whole Warner Brothers mix of things and you know as labs cutting stuff and you know it's like i think he was kind of like another ah. symbiotic titan. 
Yeah, yeah. And this was before all the cutting happened, but I think when the merger started to happen between Discovery and 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 uh, HBO and Warner Brothers and stuff, it was like I, I don't know what's going to come of this, so I'm just going to yeah. do it at a spot where I can continue, but I can end it here. I think it was a smart move, honestly. So, and it, that was the other thing. He he cut like he he admitted like that the story changed like halfway through the, that he was scripting this thing. Like the story changed completely when he was going on about it. Cause he was just like, I, I didn't cause like I was very adamant that I didn't he even said this in an interview. I was very adamant that I didn't want him to enter into like, uh, like, Oh, he goes to Egypt and fights each. Cause that's what you do. Right. Egypt's a big thing. It's just like, but I didn't want to do that. And then he realized, but then I thought of a story where I could do that. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, you know, so he, he goes into it with that and then he meets up with other civilizations that, that match up for the time frame for that. And it was pretty crazy. So, you know, did he say what was that initial thing that changed everything? Um, he didn't specify cause it might be something he reuses later, possibly if he wants to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a different story for, for, for spear. Like he was going in a completely different direction before he had this idea for like the, the Egyptian stuff that happens later on. And, uh, he, uh, he was he was pretty happy with how it went. But yeah, it, it's why it took so long to come out, because he was pretty set on how this story was going to go. And then I think he said during storyboarding, he was like, no, we need to we need to whack, mm-hmm. axe all this. We need to redo. <laughs> it's just like so he went back to the drawing board and just like, oh, man, that's crazy. So must be was nice to be that guy. Details? Was he elusive with uh, details as far as like what was going to change or? No, not so much. He just said that he had a different path and that he changed gotcha. it to what it is now. And that's all he, that's all he had. So that, that's pretty much all he's in that interview. He might've, he's, he might've like spoken out about like, you know, different stuff that he wanted to do now. So, um, because it's a completely different show after this, uh, red mist is next. Uh, oh, you... <laughs> uh... the bear riders, man, they ride bears. So, you know, uh, man, this is one of your favorite episodes, right? So the, the, your... in my, in my opinion, yeah. I think it's the best episode in the entire series. Yeah. Just for me. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will let you gush about this one then for sure. Since it's yours. So oh, <laughs> like... dude, it, it, I don't, I didn't think it got better than this man. Like it, no, it's yeah. a lie. It, it definitely got yeah. better. And as far as the yeah. show goes, but as far as the single episode goes, I think yeah. this was perfect. Start to finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Mark Andrews did this one and I know that name. Let me look him up real quick. Samurai Andrews. Jack, he's the brother of Brian Andrews. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. See, you knew this already. You probably well, interviewed got him, him already. I've got him. Um, I'm working on his schedule because he's worked with Marvel since Avengers. He's a storyboard artist for mm-hmm. a lot of those things. So yep. trying to get him locked down has mm-hmm. been impossible because my schedule is super conflicting. Plus he's three hours behind. Um, but yeah. he did any of the cool, uh, samurai Jack fight scenes. Um, mm-hmm. he, I think he's wushu, uh, practicing wushu, uh, martial oh, artist. Yeah. Okay. Wing Chun. I can't remember which one it is, but one of them. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, man. Oh, wow. He looked on, he worked on Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Second cataclysm, the, the video game. He was an animator. I don't ever play that one. That's awesome. Oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah. Th- th- but anyway, yeah, th- he he knocks it out of the park with this episode. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you knew who that was and that you were trying to get him. So that's always good. Oh, I'm, I'm uh, still trying. I was just talking to him yesterday. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, yeah, man, like seriously, because like it takes a while for the red mist to 
to happen <laughs> in this episode because like it it you know it's like it you think you think it's metaphorical and then mm-hmm. all the blood starts to happen and then the the mist just creeps into the into the village and the idea of taking your two main characters your two main characters of a show and turning them into monsters yes like that are literally laying waste to an entire civilization <laughs> like it's just with no regard no no regard whatsoever they just they they jump into it they're full of arrows and they are oh, just yeah. killing everything and it's the first time because like they've they've killed the monkeys the monkey people and stuff like that and and the the bats and things but it's like it's always like these primitive other primitive things but when you see these two mercilessly effectively killing people with iron weapons and and wooden shields and tactics and you know and they can't stop these two (laughs) like they have before delta force yeah, yeah, exactly. They they have fa- they have they have they have plans. They're flanking, like you know, even the women are grabbing spears and like and stuff. And it's just like they're this warrior culture, and they're just getting wasted by these two. Definitely. And it's just yeah. it's so it's so bold <laughs> to take your main characters and make them do something that you're just kind of like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I know they're slavers, but like that's a family, (laughs) you know. It's like, geez, it's so. What it reminded me of is, did you ever watch The Walking Dead? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. So this the scene with Negan and uh, oh, is it Glenn? Uh, Yes, Lucille. Like Mm -hmm. that's what that episode felt like, and like, man, my stomach's starting to hurt, but I can't look away. This is phenomenal. The fact that it was animated, I mean, that, like I said, the whole episode was perfect. My favorite part in this entire episode, there's two of them, um, mm-hmm. is there's multiple, more than two. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I lied. But uh, when you hear, it's almost like in Batman, the la- latest one, where you hear his boots hit, but mm-hmm. you don't see him until he comes out of the train station. Um, yeah. And then you see him just like this whole suspense building. It was mm-hmm. the same thing with Fang. When you mm-hmm. hear her, stomping mm-hmm. stomping and you kind of yep. hear a roar and then she yeah. jumps up and then she just does the t-rex roar from uh you know jurassic park and then yeah. she falls through the hut i yeah. laughed so damn hard watching yes. that scene like i rewind it and <laughs> it was so so great it brought you back down to mm-hmm. build you to the crescendo that they were they plotted out it, it, yeah magical yeah Hundred percent. Yeah, it was so cool. Because yeah, they, they they started out with you with you rooting for him because he's fighting the bear the bear riders and stuff. And the, so dope. Bear, the bear riders are awesome looking, but they look evil. Like they look like bad guys. These are the guys that round Demonic. up people. And yeah, they look they they mm-hmm. round up people. They sell them. You know, they 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 bring them to the to this slave market, brand them, all that bad stuff. Like these are the bad guys, and you're rooting for them the whole time. But when he gets into the village. And he starts killing women and children, and you're just like, "Oh no, oh yeah, no!" <laughs> like they're but like, "Wait, there's more." Yeah, right. And and that's the and and you even said it like he has that look of regret when he sees a kid get killed because you know he knows mm-hmm. he had his children eaten in front yes. of him. You know, it's, it's uh, horrifically. You know, it's like they did not skimp on that. And um, 
Yeah. So just the idea that he just took the life of a child and not on purpose, but he wasn't being, you know, careful about it at all. Because <laughs> uh, even everybody even was knocked getting the, those hands. Yeah, exactly. He even knocked the kid down like he wasn't being fatal towards the kid, but he hits a rock and that, you know, that that ends is that that's it. Um, and then then it's just it's on because he's full of arrows and going full monkey mode, as as you say. And it's nuts it's just so good and then of course the the stuff creeps in and it it fades away like just this in this madness of this cacophony of death and destruction uh fades out to this father and the son the 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 village leader vidor as we learn later coming back uh and you know like coming back to the to the to the village to silence like there's no one there at the docks to greet them no one nobody drumming in nobody yeah and they get there they tie the boat up and they just walk into the deaths of everyone and the fact that they linger on these two new characters this is when i knew the season was fine like when i was like oh man like now he has nothing to fight for because he found mira <laughs> yeah. right this is when i knew is like oh We've got more stories, bro. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's like because yeah. they have now shifted the story over to Vidor and his son um, to to go on this. You know, it's it's just nuts to me. Like uh, uh, Vidar. Sorry, I'm saying Vidor. Vidar, I believe is his name. But, Might as well just delete this episode and start over. Yeah, I know. Yeah, start over. Start from scratch. But whatever. Uh, if that's his name, I don't know. But that's what he screams all the time. So I don't even know if that's his actual name. But it's like, uh, but man, it's it's nuts, dude. Like just the fact that they take your main characters and you sympathize with the people that they killed <laughs> because here comes yeah. this this leader and this son. And it's one of my it's one of my favorite scenes is when he's trying to light the boat for his wife and his son. Dude, that is so and, and touching. And he can't do it. Like he's sitting there like this gruff dude who's who's like only like he's put some emotion when he finds his wife's body. And when he finds his son, like there's emotion. But he's been gruff this whole time. You know, this stoic, manly Viking slaver. Uh, <laughs> like, But, you know, but also they kind of you, you kind of get this idea that like they're doing it because they're in the thrall of this of this entity, you know, that they yeah. that they um foreshadowed in in season one which was brilliantly foreshadowed by the way um mm -hmm. you know uh the, this this entity they're sort of in the thrall of him so they kind of have to because even when he gets back and like everybody's dead he had like four slaves and his son just like they're just like here take the keys we're done like we're not yeah like we have nothing like we're not doing this now like we've got another mission we can't like you know say so we got some it, people it, to wreck Exactly. It's it's very clear that like they're just sort of like doing this because it's like a thing they kind of have to do, you know, and it's it's of the time sort of thing. Um, and so like you, you can sympathize with these characters very well. But when they have him try to light that funeral boat for for his for his family and he can't do it, it's so good. Uh, you know, this gruff guy just like breaks down and his son has to take it. And like, and it, and it forms this camaraderie between the father and the son. And you're just like, oh man, I don't want Spear to kill these guys, but he's gonna, <laughs> like, like, he's totally gonna, like, they're gonna get wrecked, like, you know, because it's Spear. You can't, you can't not have that happen. So, uh, it's such, yeah, such a good episode. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Just a good episode is all I was going to say.
Uh, the 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 last thing I'd like to say and just emphasize on you brought it up at the beginning when you were saying when the mist comes in, mm-hmm. there's a few times in this show where I've had to like get up because it comes on at nighttime, right? So I'm watching mm-hmm. it. I'm usually super late when I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. It's dark downstairs. There was a few times where I had to get up and flip the lights on during the series. Uh, yeah. One of the ones that's the most haunting is this red mist episode because when it mm-hmm. starts to fall in and then you mm-hmm. see everything stops. Everything right. goes quiet. Nobody's mm-hmm. not, nobody's dead yet. Right. Yeah. But the mist is coming in. I've like, I dude, I've got so many goosebumps right now. It's weird. It feels like I'm, <laughs> I'm watching the show again. It's great. Um, right. but they slowly fade to black and they're going yeah. into the mist and you see mm. their eyes change from that mm. white pupil. Almost like mm. if you watch the turtles when the turtles would switch back in the 2012 series, they would go yep. to just straight white behind the eyes. No pupils, yeah. Batman, no right? pupils. Yeah. Mm. Animated series. Um, it was the same thing, but everything was going to red. And then I don't know what it was, but they looked, I think you said that they, it was like a horror, like a monsters almost, but like yeah. Fang looked demonic. Yeah. Spear looked more demonic. I don't know if that yeah. was, I'm pretty sure their intent but yeah it's just to switch up the style like that right in the middle Mm -hmm. right when everything like i said earlier is hitting the fan you're just like Mm -hmm. these people are operating on a whole new level when it comes to creating content creating these shows i was like i said i was just blown away yeah yeah absolutely they they made them scary and it was like it was it was 100 deliberate like they're they're going to be the monsters of this village they will be legends foretold of the monkey man and the lizard that destroyed our village you know if there was anything left so yeah i thought she was going to die this episode this is the one where i thought they're going to kill fang i was standing up it was almost like when all might was losing his flame i was standing Mm. up i was pacing the room i was like please 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 and i was like she got out i was like oh thank christ yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's nuts. I, there's a few times where I think she's gonna die in this season, especially later. I'm like, oh man, they they've they've set it up for her death. Like, we can't do this. Would you have uh, been, now would on, you have been yeah. more okay with him right. dying or her dying? Um, I I, I think it. Died, but... Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, spoilers. But yeah, <laughs> they. <laughs> if you're watching this, you don't know that. Why are you watching this? You, you know, it's all spoilers. Uh, but yeah, somebody it's. Dang it, I shouldn't have listened to I only watched up to Red Mist. <laughs> um, but no. Um I think uh like I didn't want either of them to die. Um I, and I think Fang dying would have been too brutal on on Spear. Yeah. Because he, he's he's lost so much. But when the kids come along, when Fang has the babies, it's like, oh, Fang's dying. Like I was a hundred percent like, like, yeah. cause now it's the babies. So he can take care of the babies. So Fang's going to die like that. That That's what was in my head the whole time. And they, they luckily switched that up for me. Cause I, I didn't want Fang to die. I'm, I'm an animal lover. Yeah, yeah. I'm an animal lover. She's like a dog. She's like a big giant lizard cat dog. And I'm just like, I don't want Fang to die. <laughs> like spear can die. That's, that's cool. You know, he can go out in a blaze <laughs> of glory. That's fine. You know, like, which he does. Which he did. <laughs> yeah. And a literal, literal blaze of glory. <laughs> so when I talked so. to one of the board artists, they said the, I, I believe it, I believe this is what they said. Um, but David Krentz, he's a storyboard artist, um, mm-hmm. for primal. And then he did, uh, I asked him cause I was like, what was Fang based off of? And he's like, I think he was based mm-hmm. off of one of Gendy's dogs. So Gendy's got a huge dog that, he just mm. took 
all inspiration from his play style, his tail and all that stuff. Um, yeah. so I'm glad you brought up the dog aspect. I just like, yeah. I couldn't, I was like, yeah. please don't, please kill, just please kill spear. Yeah. Kill Mira. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Just don't kill, kill well, I didn't want Mira to die either. Cause again, like any companions of spear dying, like hits me because I'm just like, Oh, spear. No, he lost somebody yeah. again. I didn't want him to lose anybody again. I want him to, he's gaining this family. I don't want him to lose it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, come on. Uh, but yeah, uh, on to my favorite. I don't know if it's my favorite episode. I just love it for the fact that it is so different and it was so jarring. And I saw this on vacation. Actually, I was in St. Louis when I saw this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was late at night after a game we, me and my brother, and my dad would go to St. Louis games. We went with the whole family this time. So it was a big, big trip. But after big night, a uh, big day, out on the town the whole th- the whole day, went and saw the game, came back tired as could be. My brother and I'm on the couch. My brother and my dad are in the bedroom. So I'm just like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch Primal because I want to see what happens after the Red Mist. And I stopped the episode three times because I'm like... <laughs> Is this the right show? I'm like rechecking things. I'm like waiting till like it's like like is this right? I this doesn't like what did I do? Like I'm I'm I have YouTube TV. I know I've loaded up Primal. What is this? And then you know who did and, I am? But then yeah, I, I wasn't like super upset about it. But I'm just like, what's this Lindsay? And then when I realized like, okay, yeah, this is Primal. I'm looking at the characters. This is. Gendy's style. I'm like, so what's this going to lead into? Why is this here? What's this going to be later on in the series? And I feel like that's going to be a thing, but we're not going to see that for a long time. If it is, Um, I think there's more to what this story is and they just sort of left it open to be something more than it was. Uh, that said, I just love the idea of Gendy making anthology stories, a half hour contained story where you get to have this adventure of these characters that we've never seen before doing something and and, you know, coming out at the other end changed. Um and I thought this was perfect for that. I thought it was a- an absolutely beautifully told short story that I would love to read. Like it's those types of stories I love to read little tiny short stories like that. And it, it, it hit all the right notes for me. Um, and uh, it was, a, it was very nail on the head. Like what they were trying to say, like right from the start, you have this Charles, they never say Darwin, but Charles yeah, talking yeah. about yeah talking about how if we why if we were if we were threatened uh, to an inch of our life we would revert to these primal issues and these upper crust oh preposterous it's an insult to humanity actually to say such a thing blah 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 you know and even coming from people who believe in like like they even say that they 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 evolved and like evolution and like they they believe all this stuff but like it wasn't like a religious smackdown it was just like you're 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 insulting our integrity as men as as, as intelligent men sir you know and to have that be a punchline at the end of the episode is one of my favorite things i think i've ever seen because it's this super serious story the whole time and you know he kills this this raving lunatic this primal monster that's that's driving him to this to this lower end of himself and then charles just like i'm 
there you have it. Like, it's just like, I've proven my theory at the end. Just like, you jerks. Like, what are you doing? Like, I was, I watched this episode, I think, more than any other episode of the whole series. I just kept watching it because I, I just was enthralled by, like, the, just the ideas that they presented. I'm also a sucker for that time period. Like, I love Victorian mm-hmm. England and stuff like that. Like, I love that stuff. So the Sherlock Holmes, you know, um, uh, time frame and stuff and uh, Darlington being a boxing champion halfway through yeah. and he's like actually doing boxing moves. I'm like, that's cool. Like, that's just like little little like little like flourishes on top of flourishes in here. It's just really awesome. And and I, I was I was I was intrigued as to the the green eyes and the cut teeth of the maniac and how mm-hmm. he looked like spear like he had spears build, you know, he didn't. He was voiced by the same guy. You had him on your podcast. Um, um, yeah, yeah. He, he was voiced by the same by the same voice actor as Spear, and and he had these tattoos, this serpent. And I'm waiting, like that, like because the way Gendy works is he'll bring something in that you weren't expecting, mm-hmm. that you didn't even think about. So I'm waiting for like some <clears throat> some tribal character, like in the primal timeline with spear to have like that snake tattoo to have the Mm -hmm. green eyes and it happens once i don't know if you notice that vidar vidar when he's sitting in front of the fire before he's confronted by his demon patron he has those green eyes he has a green glint in his eyes and I don't know if it was deliberate for that specifically or if it was just something but it's a red fire and everything's cast in red, but his eyes are green, just really? like I to watch it. Yeah, just like the maniac. So I'm just like, what is that? Because like when I saw it, I like pointed at the TV. I'm like, oh, 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 there it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's the green eyes. Um, so I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm like getting theories in my head, but it never comes back around to it. It's just this one lone little story. But someday, I think it's gonna come back. I think it's gonna come back someday. I don't know. So I hope so. Um, and watching the, I'm glad, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm glad you brought up this episode because mm-hmm. this was, this was one of those episodes where I enjoyed a hundred percent through. And the fact that I enjoyed it was what you had just said. Aha. Mm-hmm. Right at the end. Yeah. Right. He yeah. went 27 <laughs> minutes, 26 minutes, whatever it was just to yeah. get a gotcha joke in there. And <laughs> I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Just and to, I think just to hit that punchline. I think we talked about yeah. it in Messenger as well. Um, mm-hmm. Who was the what was the name of the boxing champ again? Uh, Darlington. 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 Yeah, he looked. I, no, it was. I think it was Charles. I think it was Charles. Um, one oh, of them. Yeah. It was either him or Charles. They look like mm-hmm. Simeon from Dexter's Lab season one. Yeah, yeah. Darlington had the had the uh, the yes the, the, the lamb chops. Burns. Yeah, yeah. He had the lamb chops, and he he did have a very Simeon look to him. Yeah, yeah. You pointed that out. His his silhouette with the top of his head and everything. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah. He went. He went. Uh, he went ape there at the end. So you're right. Yeah, so, that was so great. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, and I, I just I, I'm a sucker for like quick stories told that way. To like you know, mm-hmm. you you have a very clear point that's set up at the start, and they end on the point at the end. It's just it's a nice little through very line, tight. and it's a nice little. Yeah, very tight, tightly scripted. And it's like, yep, that's what I wanted. I even know how it's going to happen. Like, I know that, like, they're going to go primal by the end of this. That's the, you know, they set it up so, so heavily at the front end. You know that it's like, 
they have to go primal to beat this guy. That's how it's going to happen. So, you know, it just, it made sense and it, and that's exactly what you did, but then they end it with a joke and they get you at the end of the joke and it punchlines it, you know, just, just, just punches it up a little bit. So it was a slasher um, film too. I know was. what you did Fair. last summer. I'm in your house. Yeah. That type yep. of feel to it. It had me mm-hmm. as far as vibing goes. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent, hundred percent. Uh, it also threw me back to a little bit of, um, uh, uh, for some, uh, the, 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 the constable and stuff like that. Like a lot of the looks and everything, the blacks, like that's what I did love. That's one bit of animation that I forgot about. There's a scene where they're creeping through the hallway and mm-hmm. there's so much motion in how they're moving through, but their entire lower bodies are just black. It's just black yeah. silhouettes because they have their their pants and their and their you know their nice suits and everything. There's so much of it that's just this pure crushed black on screen, but there's so much movement. You can tell every little bit of movement they have in there, you know, because it's it's brilliantly done. Absolutely love it. Yes. So, um, and and simply done too. Like there's not a whole lot of detail in what's happening, but you can even tell by the way they turn, they're turning their knees and, and, and walking down the hallway just with blacks. It's great. Um, love, love stark contrasts like contrasts like that. Um, Vidar Vidar is the next episode where, uh, Vidar and his, uh, Vidar and Eldar are the, they call him the chieftain apparently, but I call him Vidar. So, cause that's what he screams all the time. <laughs> like, but, uh, Eldar, his son, which we do know the name of because he says it a few times, um, they meet up with Mira and uh, and Fang and and uh, and and Spear because they 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 stop off to basically rest. And uh, Fang has, you know, like it's like starts rooting around in the forest and stuff. And you're like, what is going on? Like when is she she's like rooting around and stuff, but she makes a nest. And then, you know, Spear like has the revelation. He's got the the beautiful mind meme going in his head, you know, and he realizes like, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. Like you, you, you were with that red, that red dinosaur. So you got, you got babies. So she's super happy about it. I thought that was cute. Um, but, uh, she pops out two eggs or three eggs, pops out three eggs. Ah, I forgot about that. She popped out three eggs. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, uh, so. it was definitely very, I was not expecting that. And mm-hmm. watching yeah. it, I'm like, dude, they swung for the fences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. so shocked. Yeah, because she she got she got to have some new kids, which was great because she lost her kids. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, again, like that's when I thought like, oh, they're they're setting up for her to die, and Spear is going to take care yeah. of these kids. Like that's Spear and Mira are going to be these kids' foster children. Like, oh man, this is going to suck. Her foster parents this is going to suck. Um, they never did pull that trigger. Even Gindy couldn't be that cruel. He couldn't kill his dog. No, so, <laughs> he couldn't kill his dog. We're gonna kill his caveman though. He stinks. Cave his, we're gonna kill his caveman. Like he's he's had his journey, but we it's like yeah. But <laughs> he's yeah, peaked. and right. Um, yeah, they 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 have the the chieftain and uh, and Eldar show up, and they they fight. They get whooped, um, and then they gathered some uh what do you call them there uh, uh they're fighting on the boat first and they get swept away uh but they survive and they're gonna meet back up and then fang has the babies so 
they go and they find a couple of uh I think actually Vidar is the name of the flying things or whatever, the things that they ride. Mm-hmm. Uh so they find these flying things and they tame them and they get on top of them and they like get it's apparently that easy. You just wrap a rope around them and they're, you know, you can ride them. Uh you know, but uh, yeah, and then this whole battle happens in the sky. It's a nutty episode. It's crazy. So, you know, my hands um, were sweaty when they were fighting in the air. I was like, is this how they right. there were so many moments where right. I go, it's like, is this is this where they is this where they kill everybody? Uh, is this you, what's going to happen? You you do get like a, a feel of like it's it's kind of like because um, there's a lot of shows where you don't really you, it, nothing's going to happen to the main character. Nothing's going to yeah. happen to this character. You know, you don't you don't get that feeling. But there's a few times in in in, in a in a good show where you're not sure who's going to survive a situation. Um, I compare this, I compare these scenes, this, and especially later on um, to um, district nine. Uh, mm-hmm. The cli- I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. Um, yeah. It's the, been a while. Yeah. The climax of district nine was, was tense for me because I didn't know how this was going to end. And I was ready for any of these characters to die. Cause you know, like they could go full tragic with this story. Like I, you know, this, this isn't like a fun, you know, type of story or whatever. So when stuff's yeah. getting blown up, they could easily just have like everybody die at the end and that's the end of it. And that's how we're going off because you know, that's just how it is. Um, but, uh, you know, and so the, the end fight scene was a big deal. And I, I get that with this too. Like every time Mira fell, I was just kind of like, no, no, don't, don't let Mira die. Come on. It's like, you know, she's she's proven her worth in this in this fight. So, you know, oh, it, man, it, it, it was uh, it was crazy to see because because up until you had mentioned that, because I, I thought about it, I was like, man, it, they, they really got on these flying things. They know how to the prisoner of the Azkaban, the hell out of these things. Yeah. And I was like, it's flying <laughs> Buckbeak around. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this is really, really quickly. I feel like the, did I skip an episode? Did I miss it? I paused it. I hit back. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I guess this is just a really good at taming wild things. And mm-hmm. these pre, well, it's not prehistoric. We already, we already talked about that, Brandon, in this historic right? time. So <laughs> timeless time. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, but yeah, yeah, and it, it was it was pretty crazy. But uh, Eldar dies, gets thrown onto a rock off of the uh, off of the thing. Um, Dude, he likes throwing that, kids into rocks, huh? I know, man. Like it's just like they both died on a rock. It's brutal. It's like uh, I don't know how I don't know how the chieftain survived because he gets like hit through like a bunch of trees and like <laughs> like and hits the ground and then gets back up. And I'm just like, dang, man, how did you live through that? Yeah. So. He's tough as hell. He can't. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nuts. Then he falls into the river and washes away. And it's like, that's the last we'll ever see of him. It's not. Surprise. (laughs) Surprise. Uh, Because the next episode uh, where everything kicks off is the Colossus, the Colosseus. Don't know how you say that. It's a different spelling for Colossus for me. Uh, The Colossus part one. So, um, and uh, we start off with, uh, the chieftain succumbing to his wounds and then going to hell basically. <laughs> so yeah. um, they don't name this demon at all. Uh, it, it feels like Surtur. If I'm going to name one, it's see Cause you got this Norse Viking. He's getting picked up by Valkyries. And then, you know, like he sees the Valkyries. He's going to go off to the, to Valhalla and then a big red demon hand grabs him and drags him underneath to hell. It's so metal. And so metal. So metal. It's total metal cover, man. 
uh, and it, I think it's like they don't name him, but it seems like Surter to me if you're going to name one of the devils. But it's literally the devil. He's got like hooves and the horns and the and just like they straight up like, oh, yeah, this is like this is the demon that was drawn in episode 10. Like this is what we're <laughs> this is the final boss, basically. Um, and, yeah. you know, it, it, was, it was crazy. Um and it is interesting because we don't really get much of an explanation as to why this demon is like so set on killing Fang and Spear, but it is like he's not cool with Fang and Spear doing what they're doing because um, he specifically shows them a vision like, hey, these are the two that killed your family and your kid. Go kill them. I'm going to make you a giant flame monster go kill them. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, so He's really harsh in this guy's vibes for sure. Right. No kidding. No kidding. Um, but yeah, in exchange for him killing spear and fang, like that's his, that's his whole, his whole deal. Um, and, uh, it, he becomes like this big infernal juggernaut. Um, that's gonna, that's gonna try and kill our main heroes. Uh, meanwhile, um, Mira is anxious to get back on the road, but you know, Fang has babies. So I, I don't know why she's so anxious to start leaving. Um, I think she just wants to get back to uh, they at this time. I don't know why she's so anxious. Um, when we learn her story, it becomes a little more clear. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, she just wants to get out of there. She wants to like get, get moving, but Fang's having babies. So they have to lure Fang onto the, another great, a bit, another bit of great animation is her like putting the fish down and like sneaking over and like, or like he's putting the fish down. She's like sneaking over with the, with the, uh, the eggs, you know, yeah. this is good stuff. And, it was uh, so fun yeah. seeing that too. It was very silly. Yeah. 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 Cause especially since it's like. You know, like Fang's not gonna like harm anybody, but it's like you know, it's like don't touch my kids. Like you know, it's like it's, it's adorable, <laughs> you know, and she's being real mama bear about it, and it's just like I love it. So, um, but yeah, they they get Fang onto the boat by getting the uh, by getting a nest on there, um, and she just kind of sits on it. So they're going on about their business, but then out comes a giant colossus ship that's from Egypt, uh, and the you know it, it just it, it it takes him over and one of the babies dies in the in the in the the scuffle which is brutal that hurt so, that hurt so yeah, much that was, that was brutal that was brutal and because like you know they're fighting off all these dudes or whatever and like they're just getting they're getting waxed because they're just faceless dudes uh but then this giant dude who i think is the colossus but you know it's like this uh this this big warrior shows up and he's just like you know he, he starts wrecking shop um uh, uh, a Kamau warrior is what they call him. So, so, or giant warrior Kamau. So, um, they never name him, but I guess it's his name. <laughs> the scripts name him. They never show him. They never name anybody in the show except for Mira. I think she's the only one that actually has a name. Um, but Kamau shows up and he's this giant dude. Um, and in the ensuing fight, he, one of the, one of the eggs gets punched out of, Fang's mouth and it splats and it dies and it's like no. <laughs> but, I was waiting for it to go dino mode for sure. Yeah, and it it sets up the idea of like the only way to basically control these two that can literally wipe out entire civilizations is the the main pharaoh queen or whatever takes these these 
these eggs hostage. You know, that's like yeah. literally the only thing that can happen. So uh, these eggs that have a very long gestation period, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it like, seems like it too. It seems like it's months, almost years. It feels like a year because like they're like because they, she gets a like in one of these conquests, the part the, these three parts, basically Fang and Spear get like conscripted to go on conquests of other civilizations. Mm -hmm. They wipe out Mesopotamia. They wipe out they wipe out Turkey. They wipe out uh, Bronze Age Germany at some point. It's in there going through all like the ages that he's like they're just recycling the animation, but changing the people they're killing, um, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, it's just like they're just, just that China. They get kill some Chinese uh, guys too, some ancient China guys. It's nuts. It's just crazy. Um, but through that time period, like she gets a, a baby leopard from Mesopotamia, the first one they conquer. Mm -hmm. Right. And that baby leopard is like fully grown or adolescent wow. by the time we cut back. So those eggs have been gestating for like two years about. So it's like, so whatever, again, time doesn't mean anything in this, in this, in this world. We'll just accept paleontologists is kind of upset. They're like, how long does it yeah, take maybe. for the T-Rex? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, how, how right. long does it take for these eggs to hatch? And he's like, ah, two months. He's like, eh, we, that's a weird way of saying two years, but this is what we're going to do. Two years. <laughs> that's what we're going to do two years. We're going to do a couple of years doing this. Yeah, because it does feel like you could probably like BS it and say like six months and the leopard grew up really quickly and it's like whatever. But, you know, it's like it's definitely a year to a half a year that they're that they're in this uh, in this uh, struggle. But, um, yeah, it's it, it's very it's very dour. It's very down, um, you know, but uh, you're waiting for the come up and you're waiting for that to happen uh and it comes pretty good oh, uh, yeah uh even it, it, it's, it's pretty good because it comes from like uh man the the scene where kamau has to like kill the one dudes just because they gave bad that tribute. was so tough that's brutal because <laughs> like, you see him look back like and as soon as she snatched his daughter up and i don't think mm -hmm, we mentioned yeah. it but his like whole motivation like you think he's just a juggernaut. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned a juggernaut mm -hmm. with Bitar earlier, but it's yeah. that's what he is. I mean, he is yeah. an unstoppable force. And then you right. think it's just like, oh, he just likes to kill. And then yeah. it's like Shrek. They're starting to peel back the layers of this guy's mm -hmm. character, and you see her snatch yep. up her daughter or his daughter, yeah. and he's like, yep. uh oh, this dude's gonna yep. get wrecked. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, even after the Mesopotamia fight, like she, the the a guy, she, you know, she shows up on like a carriage after everybody's dead, and it's this mm -hmm. little girl next to her, and he just lets her out to go see her dad for like that's that's your reward for killing for genociding this whole island, you know. <laughs> like here you go, Getting you get to hug. see your, you get to see yeah. your daughter for like five minutes. It's like wow, okay. Um, it's like you, you're you're setting up for a big fall, lady. Like you're waiting for this. You're waiting for her to get get axed real good. They made a hateable um, character really, really good. Like I right. did not like her at all. There was no redeeming qualities whatsoever about her. N none at all. None at all. Um, you know, like, you know, even, uh, basically forcing Mira to dance for her and stuff. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, I guess if I had, you know, I'd probably do the same there. So that's, that's relatable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> punching T-Rexes and making right, Mira's yeah. dance. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, 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 it was, it's this brutal thing that like, you know, Spears sees that they're both in this situation or whatever, but yeah, Spears is going to get his way out of there. Like he knows yeah. like, he's going to do it. So, and, uh, and when he sees his opportunity, which is great because you don't think the, you don't think the, 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 the Neanderthal is going to figure this stuff out or whatever, but he does. Um, and he takes out a guard and gets the keys. And like, I love when he's like trying to put it in, it's like clink, 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 clink. It's like really goofy looking. I love it. He it out. For sure. Yeah. And then gets it through. And then like, I, I do love where he's going up through the bowels of the ship, you know, cause it's like the different casts of people as he's walking up. It's like, oh, here's the slave, slave quarters. Here's the, the soldiers, you know, here's like the upper soldier guys. And you know, it's really cool. It's like, it really tells you a lot about this ship too. You know? Yes. It's crazy. Um, and he gets up there and starts the whole like rebellion or well, he's, he's basically trying to sneak and get Mira so they can sneak out of there. He's not trying to like kill everybody, but he, you know, he's trying to sneak out. And, uh, but then like freaking like blonde Becky or whatever, like one of the other female slaves, like starts <laughs> screaming and ringing the bell. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what? Like, come on, Becky. Like, what are you like? Like, jeez. Like, 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 right. Like, what are you doing? Like, like, gee whiz. Like you're, you're screwing up this whole thing for all of us. So, um, you know, like, she's then, the real villain, you know, exactly. And, like, and it hits the fan, uh, you know, and, uh, Mira, um, uh, yeah, that this happens during, does it happen during this time? Do they start hatching? Like while this is go- does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. While this whole prison break is going down the, the eggs hatch and mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh no, <laughs> not now. Like They're talking about layering nuts. an episode. It's just like, let's see yeah. how much we can get until we hit critical mass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Everything's going bad. Uh, you know, uh, all the bad stuff's going down and then, uh, uh, Spear un- unlocked uh, Kamau's uh, cell, but he didn't leave. He was just like, I, you know, like, I can't, you know, basically. But then after he hears like all the rabble rousing and all the uproar and stuff, like he's like, all right, I gotta go see what this is. He leaves, and like as as Spear and and uh, Fang and and the kids, the now children are being surrounded or whatever. Like he shows up, like up there, and you're just like, oh, it's choice time, and then boom, cuts to black. <laughs> Here's the you know next episode. You're just like ah, I had to wait a week to figure out what he's gonna do. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, they 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 start the uprising after that. You know, Kamal makes the makes the decision, and they 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 fight back. They they uh, uh, they, they 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 have to get the kids away from the, the the queen and stuff. And it's just it's this whole big mess. Uh, but they're able to do it, and then. Kamau actually makes it to the lower decks of everything of who's been rowing this giant thing. And it's his people. Like it's literally a bunch of other giant warriors that, you know, that, that were taken that, you know, were not as peaceful as they they were more peaceful than him. Well, they were all peaceful, but you know, and the flashback is really good because, um, you know, everybody's peaceful, but then, uh, the, um, uh, the mother of the, of the girl gets killed in the raid and come out, loses it and just starts killing like all their guys. So like the queen's like, Oh, I want him. Like, yeah. you know, so like, but because they're all big, strong, beefy dudes, uh, they just took all of them and like made them the, made them ro- the rowers or whatever, which is probably a bad idea because once they all get unchained, you have a giant load yeah. of 
huge dudes <laughs> to, to contend with, which is what happens. So, you know, and uh, I loved I loved the death of the queen. I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome because it was very visceral, very brutal, um, you know, uh picks her up and just chucks her into the into the other boat where Mira and uh, and and Spear are and, and and just man what a what a brutal hit so yeah you know but, what the best uh, part of that episode though was for me was sure. at at the end him smiling knowing mm. that it's all over and yeah. he's got his daughter back that was yeah it was brutal getting there and it was some of, some of the stuff was like hard to watch. Like you talked about when the guy that didn't give a good enough tribute and he smashed his head. I was like, dude, his daughter is seeing this, but Mm -hmm. seeing them reconnect after all that she's seen her dad do and knowing that he, he had to do it because of her for her. So she wouldn't die. And just seeing Mm -hmm. them connect for the first time without any kind of restraints. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was, that moment was beautiful. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was great, and I hope that the that the that the Titan, the fuck, the the, the freaking uh, uh, like, I hope he didn't there. kill all of them, <laughs> like the infernal juggernaut. Whatever. I hope he didn't yeah. kill all of them off screen because because he was there, <laughs> like walking across water. Um, but he probably just passed them up because they weren't, you know, they weren't his target. He knew where he was going. I like so, to think they're still alive because I don't want. Yeah especially yeah, after all they've went through they finally right. get a little piece you know yeah. of solace and then this dude in the in the background i'm like oh come on mm-hmm. man they just I'm got waiting. free right and i'm waiting for that to happen in the next episode but they don't really address it so yeah. we can infer that maybe they just like passed by because he's like i'm i'm after these two like, oh, we're, we're not touching this guy so I hope so, so because I don't want them to be dead. Um, but uh, maybe we'll get more of that if we get more story. Um, the next episode is Echoes of Eternity. Um, we get back to to Mira Mira's uh, Nubian tribe. Uh, we finally kind of get to know what what uh, you know place she came from and everything. And you know it was it was brutal. Um, you know, it was, it was a beautiful scene where she like first arrives, you know, they, they first arrive at the shore, you know, and she gets out and she's like elated and happy. And then she sees the tree where she was taken from and where everything happened. And she just breaks down because it's just like, she hasn't had time to process the fact that she was taken and all of her friends were killed in this, you know, in this brutal manner before, you know, before everything. So it's a, you get the flashback and. Uh, her friend survived though, which was nice. So uh, the, her friend who was uh, who was there with them, uh, both the guys got murdered, but uh, but she survived. And uh, yeah, and uh, it, which was a funny scene when when she's bathing and Fang's like, oh, and just like sneaks up on her. Yeah, <laughs> she freaks out because she sees a freaking dinosaur. So, um, which you know, and that that was tense too because you're just waiting for like you know like like you're waiting for it to happen again like it happened in the Celtic village and the Viking village. Like, here's a new village. We've got a caveman and a and a dinosaur. Who, how many people are they going to murder in this village? <laughs> so, uh, but luckily they don't. They they actually get along, and you know they're they're uh. Uh, they set up a little tent for them, which is great. Uh, they set up a house for them, and uh, 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 
Spear just walks over to the corner away from the bed, which I thought was great. And then and then um uh Fangs knocks the knocks the wall down and like goes and sits down. Bandit for sure. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And I thought it was cute just because like Mira like watches him and she just kind of smiles like, Yep, okay, that's <laughs> That that's, works. That's them. Like, that's that's who they are. You know, it's like that's 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 my crew. That's my boys. That's my boy and my girl. So um, the uncle yeah, block but, of the animation world for sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, but uh man, it's it's so good, man. Like like this this whole thing. And then you're just waiting for the big finale, the big the big crisis point where uh, the chieftain shows up and he's just mad and flaming and he's got a flame sword and flame powers and he's just often people so uh wait, actually does he end up killing anybody other than spear i can't remember because i don't think so i know the whole yeah. the whole uh the tribe just starts mm-hmm. running i can't remember if yeah. they were fighting or running to him but i know the- spear sees it and he just takes over yeah, yeah, because they're, they're, they're like running after him, but then Spear gets on Fang and they start like traveling after him. And I think he gets there before everybody else and they just kind of back off. off. He can, yeah. yeah, he cuts them off and they start fighting this thing. And when when Fang got lit on fire, that's when I was like, oh, no, don't do this. Yeah. Like they lit Fang on fire and I'm like, no, don't kill Fang. Uh, I did love the part where they're fighting him. Um, it was the first part where they're fighting him and like, they're trying to keep their distance. And like, he does his little like sword swipe and like the flame, like engulfs, like everything in front of him. And he like looks up and fangs like on top of a rock, like looking back, like, dude, we got to go. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's just like, like, he's just like, she's just ready to run. And they, so they start going up the, so they're going up the rocks and, uh, you know, and then fang gets set on fire and she falls down and it's like, no, <laughs> like, Ah oh, man, but uh, but uh, ah, it's just it's just crazy, man. Because like I, it, it's like you you, you kind of see what's going to happen, like as it's going down, and you don't want it to happen, but you know it's going to happen. And he he kills him by by ramming him with his own body and knocking him off this giant uh, mountain or whatever, and he falls and he's on fire and he's just like oh man. He's not. He's not living through this. <laughs> like, lest we've got I some hope for a second. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Like, I I don't know why I laughed, but it was funny when they both hit the ground and like he's still like smoldering on fire, and Mira like comes over like off screen and starts like slapping the fire down. Yeah. I. I I don't know why I think it's hilarious. I don't, I think it's the framing, but she just like comes over and just starts slapping the crap out of him. And I just like, Oh my God, that's, uh, I don't know. It was just, it was funny. It probably shouldn't have been funny, but it was so very somber moment that he's dying from or whatever. Um, and then after he had successfully killed Fa- uh, spear, uh, he immediately gets grabbed by Surter and dragged back down to hell. So yeah, it's like, cool. You did your job. N- n- nice work. So, I'm hoping we get like if we get more episodes, if we get more, I would love to get an explanation as to why this demon was so anti spear in this. There's something about it, you know, Have you went back and watched the first season to see if there was anything like hinted towards. No, because like the only time we ever get like 
any hint of like the demon is when Mira's drawing like, you know, we were taken by these, you know, these people. And then she draws the the big demon on top of the, the hill, which could be a Viking with horns. But they set it up because like even Spear like looks at the thing, like looks at it like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Like it sets up the boss fight yeah. for next season, you know, for next season, which is great. Um, and, uh, you know, it just like, man, like. Uh, I I I don't know why it was so because he did he did free some of his slaves, but it's like you know is that enough for a giant demon to to get po'd about to you know to maybe to, yeah, I, did. I never maybe. thought about it that way yeah maybe it is so maybe he's just super petty yeah maybe he's just really petty he's like you took you took some of my slaves I'm gonna I'm gonna send a demon after you I'm gonna send a giant fire colossus to kill you um, <laughs> overkill if you think about it really. Well, I mean, if you for Spear and Fang, not really. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> they level civilizations, those two. Um, but then you you get the one that, and I know lots of people like they they thought this was an awkward scene. I I kind of loved it. I didn't think it was that awkward the way that they presented it um, because mm-hmm. of what Mira saw. Because yeah. uh, in his hut where he's dying, you know, he's he set up this hut. Uh, for them and he's like dying in this hut he's skinned you know he's like completely burned all the way through he's dying there's no there's no saving him the village elder comes over the healer comes over he's like no he's like like there's no way he looks like beef jerky uh, yeah he looks like beef jerky this is done right um and uh fang goes off to you know she roars and goes off to 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 sulk and and Mira sees the drawings on the paint on the on the on the side of the wall and sees the children that he had and sees the wife that he had. And like, you know, they, there's going to be no legacy left of this of this person of the of, of of this now human being. You know, he was not he was very Neanderthal and now he's very human at the end of this, you know, and uh, and Mira just, you know, takes it upon herself to, you know bear his children which you know i don't know mm-hmm. how that works with a complete 100 percent burn victim but you know it's like a lot of people thought it was awkward but i the way they zoomed in on like the picture of the children like you kind of inferred exactly what she was doing this wasn't like yeah. a this wasn't like a sexy moment it was it was i have to bear the children of this you know of, of, of this hero who saved my village who saved me and saved my village like i i need to continue on this legacy for him and you know and and give him that at least and i thought that was beautiful like i thought it was great the way they they presented that and then you got and you got uh you got spears daughter riding riding grown up uh, i don't know what you call the spike i call the i call the one with the horn i call him spike and then uh the other one i called red before i knew that the guy red jr spike and red jr there you go so she's she's riding spike and red jr and it's like ah it's great i love it <laughs> like it's so good and because it's like it was yeah. a really touching moment yeah because you got more stories you got more mira yes. you got spears daughter you got the kids you know so more more stories to tell maybe maybe it's his bloodline that the that the demon didn't like maybe it didn't like uh there's a prophecy of the spear bloodline uh killing him in the future and it'll be his daughter so that's my that's oh, my dumb theory so cool to see it again. <laughs> it's, i mean it's my dumb it, theory it's always it's always interesting when people uh are you ever on reddit at all all the time yeah 
I shouldn't be. I hate so, it, but it, but I love it. <laughs> it's the wild, wild west of the internet yes. for sure. Yeah, uh, I've had some really great conversations on there, and I've had some very detrimental yeah. and horrible conversations with folks. On yeah, there. yeah. Um, but the primal thread on on Reddit is pretty good, um, and they were talking like I was going through and reading some of like uh, like what do you think would happen next, or if you know if you got the keys yeah. of the kingdom type of thing, and you mm-hmm. know, people were putting in uh, comments after. Um, the the season the series finale or season finale at this point, um, mm-hmm. and they had some pretty insightful stuff to say. I mean, uh, just seeing what other people think could happen or what they were taking from what they saw, and then mm-hmm. you know inferring that or projecting, I guess, what they would like to see. I thought yeah. it was really cool just how open ended it was left, and then how much they gave you, but how little they gave you in the same sense, wrapping it up. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I said, it was just perfect perfect start to end that episode of the series if this is all we get yeah yeah if it is and you know and he, he even said like you know gendy said like spear story is over like i wanted this to be the end of spear story uh from the start like this is going to be you know he's he didn't want to tell this story for too long because it didn't need to mm-hmm. be told for that long and it's it's a primal world people die suddenly it's not you know it's not a yeah, it's it's not a fairy tale world at all. So you know, um, we'll we'll see what happens with uh, if we might see what happens. I don't know. He's got other shows to work on now, so who knows? Um, but I think it's Pretty great. That, you know. Me too. Uh, I can't wait for the unicorn show, whatever it's called, uh, um, coming on HBO Max because it's Gendy, baby. More Gendy's always always good. So absolutely. And, and you know, like I would love to see him revisit some old, some other old stuff too. If he doesn't get back to this, like, give me, I don't know, give me symbiotic Titan. Like, you know, like it, it popped up on Netflix not too long ago. People, people should go watch that again. So you know, ah man, such such a great. Again, I, we we we've, we me and you have talked to death about Gendy Tarkovsky and yes. just what he's capable of. So if there's more primal down the line. I'm here for it, man. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm right here. So, so he's in the prime of his, his career too, which is phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, and it just, it makes me shake my head about Sony. Um, especially for all the right stuff that Sony's doing for animation right now with like Mm -hmm. spider verse and everything. Like, like just the, the fact that you axed a movie by Lauren Faust, directing and art design by Lauren Faust. You act that before it ever got even into real production. Like that was foolish. Um, then you relegated Gendy Tartakovsky to directing your hotel Transylvania movies and not giving him his Popeye movie or his original movie of, uh, can you imagine? I, I just, I can't understand the framework of having a visionary like that on staff and just not giving him the keys to the kingdom to do whatever he wants. Like it's That's like having Michael Jordan on your team and only having him pass out Gatorade at halftime. Yeah, exactly. It's madness. It's madness. Yeah. It's like, it's like having him on the bench. It's like having, it's like having Michael Jordan on the bench. It makes no sense. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, I don't know if you saw it when it came up. Uh, did you ever get to watch the leaked Popeye movie? Um, 
No, because I went to click on it and it says content cannot be found. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn it. It, went, it, it went quick, but yeah, it was. Uh, I I can send it to you. I have it, so I can send you the the actual uh, thing. Um, but yeah, it was uh, like because it, it's the animatics. It's the complete movie, just with you know non complete voice acting and non complete sound design and stuff like that. It's just like it's it's, but it's the whole movie. Uh, leaked online and uh, they should have just finished this movie. I don't know why they didn't. So do you want to hear um, something cool about that movie? Absolutely. I would love to. So Aaron LaPlante, the guy that played spear also was mm-hmm. uh, playing Bluto. Ah, so, yes. and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. And he was, mm. cause I asked him how, how him and Gandhi kind of met. And he was like, Oh, yeah. I think it was over at hotel Transylvania. And he was like, I was doing a lot of the, the, the background characters and stuff. Nice. He's like, anytime they wanted a, uh, you know, a little character, I would do it. And then nice. he was like, Gendy approached me about Popeye. And he was like, he really liked my voice. He liked it. And then I was like, dude. And then this is right. I think it was right after you had posted like, hey, if you want to watch this, you need to watch it now because I'm pretty sure it's going to go. I think it was on a couple episodes ago. I think you might have talked about yeah. it. You might have posted on your Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I go, like as soon as I'm done with him, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I got to watch it. And I go and it's like content cannot be found. I'm like, oh, my God, why did I wait so long? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't wait for anything. You never know when you're when it's your time to go like Spear yep. or when is yep. the time they're going to take a movie or a trailer down. So watch yep. it as soon as you can. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, you don't want to get that FOMO, but uh, I'll send you, you know, like, well, you know, like, I, I don't have it. What are you talking about? It's not, it's not pirate or anything. Whatever. It's not available. I don't care about <laughs> saying that I share things that aren't available to the public anyway. So, um, yeah. it, it's, um, so I, I'll send you, I'll send you a Google Drive link, uh, for you to watch it. Because, because it's, 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 it's worth watching, man. It's great. Yeah. Cause, you know, you got, you got Tom Kinney, who I don't know would have been the final voice. I hope he would have. Um, Cause I think Tom Kenny is like pretty perfect for Popeye. I don't mm-hmm. know if you get a freaking celebrity to play Popeye, you know, like who would you get? Like is David hate, does David Chris Hater Pine. have a, who's that? Chris who? Pratt. I meant to say Chris Pratt. Oh yeah. Chris Pratt. Yeah. 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 yeah Chris Pratt. Joke, Chris Pratt. I really, yeah, I really yeah. like Chris Pratt a lot. I really I, like I Chris do. Pratt. I did too. People are hating on that on that Mario voice. I thought it was fine. He's Dude, doing I can't the... wait. I yeah. can't wait. It was so he's... funny to see the penguins come out, hit yeah. Bowser, and he's like, now that yeah. you've seen our full force, and he was like, ha ha ha, <laughs> and he melted everything. I was like, yes. And the yeah. fact that they got Seth Rogen playing my yeah. favorite Nintendo character, Donkey Kong. I Donkey can't Kong. wait. There we go. And I, yeah, it, but like, that's the thing is like, people were like hating on Chris Pratt and I thought it was fine because he's, he's doing the Lou Albano voice. He's not doing mm-hmm. the the video game voice. He's doing Lou Albano. Yes. And that's, that's the cartoon Mario. Like that's cartoon mm-hmm. Mario, not video game Mario. We don't need to have, y- you can't have Charles, what's his name going? It's a me, blah, 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 through a whole movie. Yeah. This would be ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Although it does sound a lot like Chris Pratt, which is a bit of a detriment, but it's fine. You know, so I, I like Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. It's, it's I like Chris Pratt. Pratt. I like Chris Pratt. I Guardians of you. the Galaxy and the Terminal yeah. List, man. I, I, there's nothing better. He, he's the only good thing in the Jurassic World series. So, you know. <laughs> You're not lying because we just watched that last one. And boy, that was an abomination. So here's the thing. It wasn't bad. I know we're I know we're on tangent, but it wasn't bad. Oh. The one thing that I remember that like I remember <laughs> literally going, you might yeah. have to bleed this out. I'll try to I'll try to be as PG <laughs> as possible or G um, is when that dinosaur comes out and they're on the after they crash yeah. the, the, the airplane uh-huh. and the yeah, dinosaur yeah. comes out and then you look at yeah. him like ah, stupid dinosaur. And right. then he dumps and dives right in the water. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, yeah. this isn't cool. 
Well, yeah, right. Well, that's the thing is like that's like probably the only good part of the movie for me is that part because the only other good yeah. character in the entire series is the pilot girl. That's the only other good yeah. character in the whole series. Everyone else in this series is awful, like and insufferable. <laughs> Other than Chris Pratt and Han Solo, pilot lady, mm. <laughs> like which which there's some hilarious bits that Red Letter Media did about like Han Solo and her and like how like they mm. the way she's introduced is literally Han Solo. And if you'll remember, yeah. the director of this movie was going to do the third uh, Skywalker Star Wars movie. Really? And he got kicked off of it and they redid it with whatever because they didn't know what the heck they were doing. I got the dinosaurs. Right. Yeah, exactly. So he did that and he just like, he's like, I'm going to put Han Solo in my movie. Screw it. It's, it's this girl right here. That's Han Solo. Uh, but she behaves exactly like Han Solo, almost per- verbatim through that movie. It's hysterical. Um, but yeah, she's the only other good character in the whole thing. And that ice scene is like, again, the only other good scene. Uh, the only it's terrifying. Good scene. But, yeah. Um, These things but, can swim. I was yeah, out. Right. I was like, nah, I'm so glad I'm not Spear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, speaking of which, uh, yeah, man, just the, the, this series is is so good. I can't wait to see more from Gendy. Um, the, the, the fact that he didn't get to have all of his stuff at Sony and now he gets to come back to where he, where he was. He got to finish off Samurai Jack, which was fantastic. It was great to see that. Now he gets to do this series and, and maybe this is the end of that series. Who knows? Maybe he gets to come back to it. Maybe they're just like, you know what? Primal did great in the demographic and we're going to give you a third season. And I'm sure he'll jump right on it because, because they're, they're, they're loving it. And, you know, Props to Cartoon Network too, because they're 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 bringing all the greats back. Like uh, they got Craig McCracken back to to mm-hmm. to redo Powerpuff Girls properly, because uh, that remake was something else. <laughs> that was that a recent Jurassic remake. world of Cartoon Network for sure. Oh man, I don't know if you ever watched it. It's like did, I watched a few the, episodes. I was kind the, of upset. Yeah, the the pre- like it's just like it's not hard to understand that like the Powerpuff Girls is supposed to be violent, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like we know that this isn't like a kiddie show because that's the point. It's that they look like kitty teeny babies and they beat people up. <laughs> like, like that's the point. So bubbles whatever. broke bad. Yeah. Bubbles broke bad. The, the opening theme song had a tooth flying out. Like we know <laughs> that this is like, you know, like this so whatever so congratulations to cartoon network they keep bringing people on and now we've got another series coming out from gendy that's coming to hbo max uh it's called unicorn wars something something immortals it's weird title but it looks great i can't wait for it and i want more primal too if you if they if they got room for it so uh yeah man julian we did it we covered primal we did it that's it how many spears would you give this one I give it 10 out of 10 spears, 11 out of 10 spears, 12 out of 10 Um, spears. (laughs) Any number past the max. I like it. Yeah, exactly. Any number past it. It's just, it's good. It's just, uh, it's, it's top tier, man. Again, like my only, my only tiny gripe was like, stretch it out. Give me more. But that's just me being greedy. That's it. So, but there you go. And I I liked the episodicness of the last season too. Like when they would like, Oh, this week they're fighting giant bats. This week they're fighting tiny raptors in a, in a field this week. They've got ape men, you know, it, it was fun to just explore these things. And like, if you stretched season two out to find Mira, we could have seen like 
other hits of that, you know, like throughout that venture, which would have been fun. So yes. um, that that's my that's my only like change that I would have to this. But man, the the, the way they the way they ingratiated me to all these other characters, I, I, I can't say no to that. So there we go. Um, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Top tier. <laughs> so uh, Julian, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for the invite, man. I always enjoy doing this, especially yes. your show. Like I said, I tell everybody all the time, mm-hmm. I really enjoy your podcast, man. It's so fun to listen to you break stuff down with your friends. I love your solo episodes too. That is a talent I <laughs> wish I had, right? It is so difficult. I can just sit there and then I just look over off. I'm like talking about a squirrel that's outside my door or outside the window <laughs> for a little while. And then it's just, it goes downhill from there. So I really yeah. enjoy your podcast, man. Thank you so much. I enjoy your podcast as well. I love the interviews you pull off. You pull off some of the best stuff. Like I there there's some guys you've even told me. I'm not going to say it here just because, you know, but there's some guys you've told me you're getting on and I'm I'm stoked, man. Like I can't believe that you're able to get some of these some of these names and and you just did it. Like that that's the thing that kills me is like I had the idea of like, "Oh, what if I started like reaching out and like doing interviews with someone?" And I started reaching out to a few guys and like it was I realized like it's actually really easy to contact these people and they're very receptive, yeah. you know, cause like they like to talk about this stuff. I should probably start contacting people more. And then you contacted me and I start looking at your podcast. Like this dude's talked to Craig McCracken. Like, <laughs> it's like, how did you do that? And you're just like, yeah, I hit him up during COVID. He wasn't doing anything. It's like, yeah. I should have been doing this. So uh, I wish I would have yeah, done you, it six months earlier if we're being honest. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. So, Man, I, I tell you, it's 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 a great podcast. The What's in My Head podcast. Go check it out with Julian Hester. It's good stuff. Great stuff. Um, we 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 complement each other well, my friend. And uh, it's, it's been it's been a blast having you on once again. So thank you so much. No, thank you, man. Anytime you want to come on mine and vice versa, we'll throw up mm-hmm. the bat signal. We'll put it out there. Absolutely, man. Cool. This has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out at animationdestination.com and destinationcomics.com slash DNN. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Animation Destination. But that's it for this week, guys. We'll be back next week. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening. DNN.